I'm so stupid. No, I've done that before. Wah, 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 <laughs> wah, 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 what a fucking uh, tool. Oh, yeah. Speaking of tools, I'm Cameron. That's Chad. Hi, everybody. And it's, it's opinions of cheap in the house, D-Dog. <laughs> Bring it to you low style. Lay down in bed and go to sleep. I like how no one's going to really get half of the joke because it's what we talked about before we started recording. What, 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 what? What, 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 what? But I'm okay with that. There's, I like I like having a little mystery. Yeah, we were going to start talking about Amazon reviews. Did you ever see that one where it was like it was just a power extension cord or like an HDMI cord? No, I've seen some really good ones for like food, like green beans or whatever. The, my favorite one, I think it was an extension cord, like just a power strip. And the best review was this essay about how they used it to turn on their TV. So now their TV reaches the outlet. Um, and the only problem with it is all the ghosts that are now haunting him since he got the cord. Oh, that's great. But the TV's working. It's just there's a one in three chance that when he turns it on, he'll see his dead daughter trying to escape the nightmare realm. So he has to like <laughs> turn it off and unplug it and plug it back in and then the, the game's on. But it's like mostly manageable and it's kind of nice chatting to his dead mom once in a while. So it's like four out of five. I wonder and what the companies think when, when shit like that happens like because it's usually not just like one goofy review it's like a hundred goofy reviews oh yeah i mean as soon as a good one gets circulating everybody thinks they're a comedian and then there's suddenly like eight thousand reviews for your extension cord yeah they're usually pretty funny or at least like it seems like the good ones work their way up to the top i don't know if there's, there must be like an upvote system for like this review was helpful and so those yeah so the the better ones do float to the top like you can normally read the top five and then stop mm-hmm. yeah what it, did we actually want to talk about today? i don't know um you mentioned something about video games and uh things that bother you like markets and shit Okay, I um, I thought you're doing a bit that you didn't actually forget because we talked about this extensively. Yeah. So I mean, we, some... we we threw a couple of ideas back and forth. Here's... Let me get my notes. You and your notes. There, there we go. Uh, so yeah, I wanted to talk about game business, but this was a topic that came up like I want to say a month ago, and I just wanted to rant, and it wouldn't have actually been entertaining to talk about. Okay. Because uh, like you said, like the, the loot boxes, everybody's mad that loot boxes exist. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why people are mad about optional cosmetic items in video games. I think part of it is uh, in, in a lot, in most of the video games were, were co- where you were looking for cosmetics. Yeah, they're optional, but they're, they're, they're still really important. Like, uh, you know, something like uh, Destiny or um, even Lawbreakers. You want to look different from everyone else because it's just cool. Like it's part of the experience. Is I want to look cool. It uh, doesn't affect the gameplay, but it still affects you mentally how you're, uh, you know, uh, uh, perceiving other people and how people perceive you. Um, True. And so throwing some of that stuff behind a paywall or a gambling paywall. I mean, it's not gambling per se, but it's there's you know, you could make an iffy connection there. I, I can see why it rubs people the wrong way. Especially when someone like Blizzard do it, who they make so much fucking money. Well, yeah, but what if it's a free-to-play game? If it's a free-to-play game, I have no problems with it. Okay. 
Unless, it's, unless it's, it fucks with the uh, the gameplay itself. If it's just cosmetic stuff, then no. Yeah. I, well, real quick, you mentioned Lawbreakers. Um, how much have you spent on Lawbreakers loot boxes? Zero. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like Lawbreakers yeah, loot boxes. You're not are wrong, well. but it's like, uh, who's actually buying these? Well, I mean, that's the thing is, is most of these games, there's like a small percentage of people that really get into it, and that's where the companies make all their money. You have like. Most people don't buy any. Some people will buy a little bit, you know, one or two. Then you got like a very small percentage who will be like a thousand dollars. I want everything. Right. Those are uh, whales, right? Yeah. They got a and got a name. If uh, if whales exist and everyone else gets to play the game for free, I don't know why people are complaining. I don't know if I don't normally see the complaints with free games. Well, I'll bring one up in a bit, but go ahead and finish. Um, it's it's definitely more games that cost $60 and then also come with a shitload of DLC options and season passes and all of these other ways that uh, carve out content and are trying to sell it to you in separate forms. And then they have loot boxes on top of it and, and then people get um, upset. Like, that's sort of the straw that breaks the camel's back kind of thing. Okay. I think that's a fair... A breaking point, I guess. I just I wanted to bring up this. Uh, there's a free to play. We just had BlizzCon last weekend, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they have their MOBA. It's pretty much just a League of Legends ripoff. Oh and yeah, it's it's free to play, but you can buy characters and you can buy points that you can spend on costumes. Okay. But really, there's loot boxes, and you can actually unlock pretty much all characters and costumes through loot boxes. And you get loot boxes just left and right. Like, I, I think I get one a day, and I play maybe three games a day. Do you have to, like, buy keys to open them? No. Okay, so it's not like the Team Fortress 2 thing. No, it's, like, actually free. Okay. And people keep complaining about loot boxes because it came out with a Halloween set... With Halloween-only items in the Halloween box. And people are like, Bishop just wants me to buy money and go buy boxes. But it's still free. You still unlock them. Since it's free, I definitely don't have really a problem with that. I I can... It's sort of one of those things like when... With like World of Warcraft and like it's it's the Halloween thing. Do you want to try for the Halloween item and then you don't get it that year? it's like, oh, well, I guess I'll try again next year kind of thing. Um. Well, here's the funny part. So we had BlizzCon last weekend. Mm-hmm. And one of the changes they put in is that they're taking uh, some of the basic costumes out of the loot box. So now in loot boxes, you're statistically more likely to get the more exotic costumes. Okay. That seems and nice. The basic, yeah. And then the basic recolor costumes, uh, those are cash only. So if you don't want to buy loot boxes, but you do want a special costume, you can just buy it if you want. That seems fair. So, But there's also options now. Right. Because people hate loot boxes. Right. Uh, like the top thread on Reddit right now is how a criminal this is. Oh, of course uh, it is. Because but... Blizzard's a bunch of uh, greedy Jews that just want our pretend e-money. Yeah, I don't. So, I mean, like, a month ago, I wanted to go on a rant about how loot boxes aren't that bad of a thing. But then here's Blizzard turning it around and going away from loot boxes and getting in more trouble. 
And I realized that I'm not upset with people that don't like loot boxes. I'm upset with people that are entitled babies that just want everything to be free and immediate. The gamers are shit. Is I've, they are. If the internet that out, is. That the internet giveth and the internet taketh away. And I don't know what it is about the gaming community. There's a fucking lot of toxicity. And it's like, if they're not mad, they're going to find something that'll make them mad. Because to me, what you're describing seems pretty pretty good. Like, when they did that shit in Overwatch, which is a premium game you gotta pay 60 bucks for, and then they have, like, limited costumes that are in loot boxes, so you gotta buy the loot boxes and hope you get the costumes. Like, I can see why people would be pissed off there. Just because you have that $60 purchase in front of everything else. Um, but if the, the game is free, I don't give a fuck if they got cosmetic loot boxes or not. What about Amiibos? You like Amiibos? I have two of them. I think they're pretty cool. Uh, Mewtwo and Bowser. The sculpt is cool. Yeah, they're they're little figures. I need to get a Bayonetta at some point. Do they do anything? Um, They sit on my shelf next to my other stupid toys. But that's all you wanted out of them, right? Yeah, I don't... I've don't. I I've played with them in, in Smash Brothers a little bit. It's kind of cool. It, it's funny because Amiibos are the same thing where you can't make everyone happy. Yeah. Because I hear complaints that Amiibos don't do enough. Like oh, Nintendo man, sells need... these little figures, but you don't get anything with them. They don't do anything. But you get a physical so then, fucking toy. But but then they they come out with uh, the Metroid game. Uh, if you use the Amiibo, then you unlock a different game mode. So it works as DLC, and it finally does something. And people are like, I can't believe they're locking this game mode behind a, a pay DLC thing. Well, A, I can see that. That's not new. And B, like when you when you buy an amiibo, you're literally getting a thing. It's not like buying a something in-game where it's stuck in-game and you can never see it. And if the servers die, it's gone. Like, you know, I can go hold my Bowser, I could repaint him if I wanted to, if I was lazy, or, or not lazy, uh, not lazy, the opposite of lazy. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I repainted my Bowser. Yeah? Yeah. How about getting the, another uh, one to, to repaint the, it? The NES colors. Well, my Smash Brothers Bowser, he's like the NES, like, inverted colors. Yeah. And then I got the, uh, the Mario Odyssey Bowser, where he's in the cool tuxedo. Nice. I know, um, I think they were. I think Splatoon, one of them did something with amiibos, and there was like content behind. Yeah, that one I didn't care for. And part of the problem was that those fuckers were so hard to find. So people are like, "I want to buy this as DLC. I'm fine with it. I literally can't get it in stores. I have to go to scalpers and pay eighty dollars." Yeah, you know, honestly, I think that's the compromise. Is if they sold like DLC, or you can buy the amiibo and get it for free. Yeah, that would. I think that would that make would everybody make happy. happy. Except yeah. it wouldn't because someone would still find a way to be pissed off. Well, yeah. And and also, as soon as there's like that value there, someone's going to look at the DLC thing and go, hey, can I just borrow your amiibo? And then it'll turn into a thing where I think, you know, blah, blah, blah. Someone in a corporate meeting is going to say, what if we just don't do that? Yeah. Unless you only have it like a one-time unlock, but then you buy it and then someone uses it and resells it and be like, no, unlock hasn't been used, I swear. Oh yeah, that could get messy too. There's unless you, you mean you have to have like a like a little graphite thing you scratch off and it's a code maybe. I don't know. There's there's ways to do it, but probably not elegantly. 
Yeah, it's all kind of, I don't know. I don't get paid to think of this stuff, so. It's, yeah, and it's a mess. But, yeah, I I, I, I think a lot of people were 50-50 when they announced that Amiibos will work on the Switch. Because I think some people are like, oh, man, the Wii U is such a disaster. I hope they get away from everything and just start fresh. But then people but, with an Amiibo collection are kind of like, I want these to have value in the coming years. I so again, you can't make everyone happy. I think people are going into with the wrong mindset when they buy these things. Yeah, you think? Because they're fucking really cool Nintendo toys. I mean, they don't move, but they're great sculpts. They look good on a shelf. It just seems like for the longest time, I was like, man, I wish I had a cool Samus figure. I wish I had a cool this figure. It's like, and I can go buy them for like eight bucks, ten bucks. Maybe I'm looking at them wrong. I, well, I think we're on the same page, so we're both wrong. Okay, that's fair. And wrongs are cheap. Like opinions. Did you see the whole Funko Pop thing? Their stock's tanking? Yes. <laughs> ugly, shit-awful toys. They're, well, what's funny is that, and I was talking to my friend about it, Um, they've actually been kind of going downhill for the last two years like money wise hmm. and every investor shareholder meeting they say the same thing they're like yeah this is how we're going to turn it around we acquired 50 new ips that we're going to make figures for it's like okay the, the problem is no one's buying them now yeah but we got 50 new ones that people will buy and then a year passes and they're even worse in the hole it's like guess what we got a great deal with disney we got 73 new ips we're going to be making this year it's like, okay no one bought them last year and we got 73 new ones going to be better and they did the same thing this year they're like 300 million negative right now yeah but they announced a whole bunch of new ones they're going to be making (laughs) to turn it around (laughs) i like that they don't learn it's like i don't i I don't know why anybody would buy them to begin with i think they're so fucking hideous it's such a shitty shitty face and it's just basically just a boring little sculpt with that's recolored maybe some of them have capes or something like how uh, how many do you have? I don't have any. I have three. And there's, a, there's a story a behind Ross each one. one. Uh, okay, well, um, what three are they? What are the stories? So I went to uh, Comic-Con International where Conan O'Brien was filming a show. Oh, cool. And I got to go to the show, and on the way out, they gave me a Conan O'Brien pop vinyl where he's dressed like Batman. Doesn't it and, look just like the regular Batman one, though? No, it's like he... It's a Conan head on a Batman body. Oh, okay. And it says, like, the box is special because it has Conan on it. Sure. And they didn't make many of them. So it's kind of this perfect souvenir because I love Comic-Con and I love Conan. And he's dressed up like a comic book character I like. So it's like, wow, this is just perfect. Even though I hate pop vinyls, this has this weird niche where I kind of tolerate it. Sure. That's, so that's, I put that, that seems you know, yeah, that's on the shelf. Uh, then I went to Seven Eleven, and they had Deathwing, which was I think two dollars, and he's also <laughs> one of the bigger ones. So it's like, well, wait a minute. I have these Warcraft cups from AMPM that I keep in my office at work. I'll get this Deathwing pop vinyl, and now I have this like normie toy that I could have in my my work office. 
that acts as a conversation piece because someone's going to walk in there and go, oh, you collect pop vinyls too? I got the Ghostbusters. I just love those little things. Um, so to be fair to Deathwing, it's actually kind of a cool one because like, it, it can't be the normal boring-ass uh, shitty face. So they yeah, actually had to do some to sculpting it. for this one. It, it's decent. Um, it's still not it's still great, not but favorite. it's definitely it's definitely better. Wow, it's $2. fucking huge. Yeah, $2. See a picture of a dude holding one. Jeez, that's a yeah, you Good can't deal. you can't pass that up. No, oh, it's, you've got like a tail and stuff. Yeah, it's not a bad one. And then I got like, a Cora like from Destiny like Two. Yeah, Arthas looks bad. I got a Destiny Two one, and I don't remember where it came from. <laughs> Just materialized that... out of thin air, huh? No, I I bought it for a reason. Oh, it's because my friend were like Destiny buddies. Okay. And he was all excited about a different character. So it's like, I got this other one because it was like a thing we share. Sure. Which is like, I mean, like when I say that out loud, it's like, well, that's stupid. But that's it. That's the only three I have. Sure. That, that's not bad. I don't know that. Is definitely like. Like the Ghostbusters ones that I remember came coming out a bit ago, where it, to me it's like yeah I guess they're the Ghostbusters because they have that color hair and they're wearing like jumpsuits holding the proton packs, but facially they don't look any fucking different than like the thousand other pump uh, you know Funko Pops. Like it's such a bland ass toy. I mean, which is why they can pump them out, and make them so damn cheap. But oh yeah, and it's uh. It's funny because I feel like the biggest critique is that they all look exactly the same. Yeah. But then people love that because they look together as a set. And it was funny because I was at Barnes and Noble and they have like a mountain of them. And I grabbed three and I like I set them. I I took these three that I chose deliberately and I set them behind some books so that you couldn't read what the characters were. And I asked my friend if they could identify any of the characters. <laughs> and what was funny was it, you could still see like the intellectual property they belong to. Okay. But there were three black characters. And it was just like, okay, here's three uh, black-skinned, bald pop finals wearing shirts. N- no way to tell who the character is at all sure. without the box. That's funny. If like, you take it out and put it on your shelf, it's like, was that... That's either the guy from Left 4 Dead 2, or it's the guy from that movie I didn't watch. But I don't remember <laughs> which one I bought. It's like, what a weird collection to have, you know? Yeah. They look too similar. I don't, I've, I don't know if I live in too, like, too blue-collar of a place, but no, no one I work with that has a desk has anything like that on their desk. It's all like, you know, pictures of your kids, pictures of your dog, other stupid shit, you know little sayings crocheted out onto a, a, a piece of yarn thing or whatever crocheted out on means hung on the wall. Yeah. Um, I don't, I've never really gotten to Because I feel like the whole point of Funko Pops is to like decorate your desk at work. So I feel like <laughs> it if you're going to decorate your desk at home, you're going to fucking spring for something a little better that you don't mind if someone steals. There's a, there's a guy at my work who just has so much Star Wars crap. Just so much. Like, it's a mess when you walk in there. 
Wish I had the luxury of having enough room to put crap in my office that wasn't, you know, work related. Well, just that's that's the thing is that he doesn't even have enough room for all the stuff. There's like there's some there's a tie fighter on the floor. Jeez. And what was really funny was this guy got promoted to general manager. Okay. And he literally he I'm not joking he kind of kept his old office, and it was just sort of a. A, a separate workspace in case he needed to go over to that other building. And then in he his general his manager... Crap in there, didn't he? Yeah, he, he had like a few, you know, well-positioned things in his real office, but then he kept his other office just to hold on to a store stuff he didn't feel like moving. Awesome. Uh, uh, yeah. It's awful, but I kind of I kind of respect that. It's like, now I'm going to have two offices, one for me, one for my Star Wars shit. I'm too lazy to move. It's just like this little Star Wars museum inside the building. What a country! Yeah, that's funny. I thought about because I have all these alien figures and stuff. And my my neighbor hooked me up with a Ripley the other day after he fixed my Predator one because it tipped off my shelf and broke. He's cool, dude. But nice. I'm just like, no one would steal them because no one would give a shit. But I'd still be worried <laughs> someone would steal them. And so they're going to stay at home, and they can look at me while I sleep. Just as God intended. You mentioned something earlier. Uh, you said you don't mind loot boxes as long as they don't get in the way of the game. Mm-hmm. So everybody's all upset that Battlefront 2 has loot boxes. Isn't and it they're the Call of Duty World War 2? No, that's the new um the new Star Wars. Okay. They all look the same. Uh, they do. But the Star Wars one has loot boxes and in the loot boxes you can unlock Boba Fett, but there's like four qualities to them. Like you can get the silver Boba Fett or the gold Boba Fett that has better stats. So people are upset that it's like pay to win. Yeah, that's fair. Now, for some reason, every argument I've read online is about how the problem is that Star Wars has loot boxes. And it's like, well, no, the problem is that it's pay to win, right? I would think. I mean, I'm at a point where I don't generally like loot boxes in games that you have to pay for. But I also know that Video games are really fucking expensive to make, and as far as cost goes, they haven't actually gone up in price in years. So they haven't risen with inflation. And if loot boxes that are cosmetic and don't affect how I play a game, and DLC that I don't give a shit about is how to keep them cheap, I'm not going to complain too much. Pay-to-win stuff is annoying, If I but that I don't like. If it, if it directly affects the gameplay in a way like that, I think that's a problem. Yeah. But, and I know it kind of maybe counter, he said something counter to this with, you know, cosmetic stuff is important to a degree. Um, if there's a way to unlock it in-game, though, without buying loot boxes, I feel like that evens itself out. Like, I will gladly play a game long enough to earn the credits to buy what I want. And then if I, you know, get some random drops along the way, cool, too. Which is how I was working with Lawbreakers until everybody stopped playing that game. Yeah. Doesn't bother me. I try to be I think pretty the, amiable about I this mean, shit. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're agreeing. So 
So I I don't want to say I agree with you too much because you're pretty much just saying what I wanted to say. Oh, I'm sorry we're doing that because those those are more boring to listen to. Sorry, listener. Uh, should, what's our listener's uh, name? We should just be able to address him or her. Uh, Richard. Like, hey, Judy. Richard. Okay. Hi, no, it's Richard. Richard. Yeah. Tell tell Richard what you like about him. Richard, I like you. Got Moxie, Richard. I think you're gonna go places. As the offspring said, you're going to go far, kid. You know, I, I want to mention this. The highlight of my week, like maybe the only time that I smiled at all, was uh, listening to you read my Batman fanfiction on the air. Oh, it was great. I, I, I've literally listened to it maybe four times now. It just it makes me happy. <laughs> I was so I was so happy that to, one that I got to segue and speaking of pedophilia, and it actually being kind of a segue, and also just anytime I've gotten to read stuff like like on on the air, it it's always just a treat. So yeah, that was, I'm really glad you wrote that and sent it in. Now I'm not going to add any more context to uh, why my Batman fan fiction has pedophilia in it, but <laughs> you guys, if you're curious out there, make sure you look up comics dash. And look up comics dashes on YouTube. It's a true. Yeah, the the whole segment's on YouTube. It's like four minutes long. My Odyssey. <laughs> Your Odyssey's only four minutes long. I like it. But it's perfect. Oh. I mean, it's really. I was so proud at how that turned out when I was done writing it. There's a lot in that four minutes. You did. You did a. You, you did a good job. Okay, I want to talk about my notes. Okay. I wrote one thing on here, just the word marketing. Okay. I think that was in reference to Wolfenstein. Maybe? I don't I don't watch a lot of TV. I well I follow like there's a there's been a big Twitter campaign. And I was looking forward to Wolfenstein and I think we talked about it last week that it's kind of a so-so experience. Yes. Uh, I want to bring that up again when we're done, by the way. Okay. But I think... um, I, I feel like they're almost taking Marketing. advantage of the political situation. Uh, what's the word? I don't really begrudge it for that. Well, I don't, except for the fact that I got they got me to buy the game. And it's like, we have this yeah, I guess situation I where that. there's Nazis, and they're like, hey, do you hate Nazis? Buy our game. And so I do, and it's like, oh, this is awful, and I don't want to play it anymore. Yeah. I, I still hate Nazis, but I don't know if this is a good move. Killing Nazis should be fun, and it, it really was it should that be. fun in that game. It's easy to make it fun. You kill Nazis in that Lego game. Fucking the, the new issue of Rock Candy Mountain comic book. He ends up killing Nazis in that, and it... And it was fucking awesome. I had so much fun watching that hobo kill some Nazis. It's it's easy. That's it's really it's not hard to do fruit to make that work. Uh, no, yeah. I, here's here's my thing is because I reviewed the game for We the Nerdy. I gave it a six, and I posted the review on In4G because that's what gets us clicks for video game stuff. You get on there and yay In4G. The, the community was not happy with my score. I didn't get that many comments, but almost all of them were negative. And it, it's uh, it's frustrating. 
and it makes me hate gamers as the culture, because fuck them. But it's just like, half of it, some of them were just like, well, there's always got to be that one guy that hates everything because it'll get him, he thinks it'll get him attention. It's like, I spent money on the game and I'm regretting the decision, kinda. And, but yeah, no, I'm totally just want attention. I spent, I spent like four hours writing a fucking, and editing a review that's like 1,500 words so I could get your attention. Well, and it's like you know, uh, someone else I saying. We talked about this off the air, but uh, I listened to the Giant Bombcast, and I don't know how long they spent talking about everything wrong with the game. They talked about the clunky controls and the way it's hard to do on consoles, and the the shooting's not rewarding, and you can't tell your health. It's it, like you don't you don't know you're being shot at until you die. Yep. And it's just it's a poorly designed game with these moments where the story is great. And so they just, and then, you know, they'll end with, so yeah, that's great. And they'll talk about how awful it is, but they'll give it a high review. And they'll point out all the flaws, but then recommend people play it. And it's like, okay, are they, are they actually, uh, like, in this game company's back pocket somewhere? Or do they not hear themselves? I think it's they don't hear themselves, because... I feel like if, if there was ever an example of someone being paid off, we would know. Because there's got to be just enough games media people with a little bit of journalistic in- integrity where they would report that shit. Because that would be a huge story. Because it's, it's been like a conspiracy theory since video game reviews basically started. It's like, oh, you gave this a high score because they paid you to. So if you could break theory, that story. It's, that's not a theory, though. It's, it's not being paid off. What, what it is is... Uh, when you give bad reviews, you stop getting review copies. You know, though, and it, I suppose when you're like Greg Miller and you have like a million Twitter followers, that's that's the case. But with the comic books that we get on We the Nerdy, well, no, comic books—that's a different industry, right? I'm saying we shit on stuff all the time, and they still keep sending. Oh it yeah. To us. Oh yeah, but also, um, like we we reached out for a copy of Bubsy and we didn't get it. And it's like, okay, that game needs press, good or bad. Sure. You know what I mean? I, I just feel like the really big well, sites, Bugsy, like I gave could... that a six, <laughs> which is the same <laughs> as you gave Wolfenstein. Yeah. I feel like IGN could swing its dick around and give something a bad score and be okay. They can, but they also don't. No. Um, they, I mean, I, I think they could get away with being honest. Because they have a lot of uh, money in the industry. But it's like you can look up any review of any Mario game uh, besides Odyssey. If you look up the video review, it's like, you know, the controls just aren't the same. The, the, the map isn't zoomed out enough. It's difficult to follow when you're doing the multiplayer. It's just more of the same. It's boring. There's just not a lot here. 9 out of 10. Mario's back. Yeah. We shit on reviews last week, right? We did, but there's no reason you can't now. It, it it's just it's it's frustrating because largely the, the the consumer base wants to read reviews to validate their purchases. So if I say the gameplay, the gunplay in Wolfenstein isn't very good. I don't like the difficulty spikes. The comment I get is, "Well, you're probably bad at video games. You should have played on easy if this is what you would have wanted in a game." Or I'm comparing it to Doom, because I like Doom. He's like, well, Doom was a shitty game, so I don't know why you would compare this to Doom, which is way better. or Because this is way better. And it's like, I don't know why... Are you... you clearly have your opinion, you bought the game, you're enjoying it, which is fine. I'm glad you're enjoying the 
this Mr. Angry Person on N4G. I I don't know what the what you gain out of telling me I'm wrong when I also purchased the game. Only the difference is is I have a formal place to put my thoughts. Yeah. Uh it it's difficult to understand where those comments come from because I, I get the same thing. Um I do my uh my Warcraft comic. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that means that I talk about things that are going on in Warcraft and like it's always controversial over whether or not they should be flying in the game. Should you move around just riding horseback, or should you be allowed to fly on a dragon and, like, skip over a mountain instead of having to explore the mountain? And people get so sensitive because they just, for some reason, they have an opinion one way or the other, and as soon as you bring it up, they are immediately defensive and, like, hyper-volatile about it. And I don't understand where that comes from. I, I don't know how many times people have told me that, like I, um, that I'm not even playing the game if that's my opinion, and well, uh, they're gonna unsub if they remove flying because that's what is the game, and it, it's just bizarre to me. I feel like we live because it's so easy to find echo chambers on the internet for your opinions that when when someone says, "Oh, I think that opinion is wrong," a lot of people now perceive it as they think I'm wrong, like it's a personal attack on them. Yeah. Your opinion on this video game, I don't agree with it. It's like, well, you just don't like me. Like, it seems like that's where the reaction comes from. They make everything so personal. Or if I, I don't like this game, how, you know, well, you're, I like this game. You're saying I don't like, you know, I'm a bad person for liking this game. It's like, no, I'm saying I don't like this game. It, it's, I think that's where it comes from. People can't fucking take a step back and realize that. I don't know how to fucking finish this sentence, goddammit. Well, but you, you know, get what, you get what I'm talking about. Yeah, but this is also... I mean, why did I call the podcast? Opinions are cheap. Because everybody has one. Mm-hmm. If they're just opinions. It's not... If if I go on Twitter and I say... Uh, I, think, I think that Wolfenstein game is a little overrated. I am one person with that opinion. I'm not uh, assaulting anybody. I'm not telling anyone that they should agree with me. I'm saying, well, here's my opinion, and I'm leaving it there, and everyone in the world is free to disregard it. I have uh, 20 followers on Twitter, so at most, 20 people can take this seriously, but most people will never even see that opinion. It won't affect their lives. But if somebody big were to retweet that and a million views are on it, Someone's going to start attacking me. I'm going to start getting direct messages from people that, that hate me for supporting Nazis. Right. It just, everything gets blown out of proportion immediately, and it's bizarre. Yeah, I don't I don't entirely know where that comes from. I think it was, well, what, it was the, like same the thing, internet though. hate machine was, I think, the, the it, phrase way back in the day. Yeah, but differing opinions are perceived as personal attacks. Right. And it's like, wait a minute. You like Mario, but I like Sonic. What are you saying about me? Are you saying everything about me is wrong? And then in their head, they hype it into this weird kind of uh, a hate speech thing over opinions of a video game. Mm-hmm. But they really treat it as if somebody 
uh, you know, is threatening their life and they have to defend themselves and justify their existence or they'll die in their sleep. To me, the weird thing, I mean, that, that in itself is weird. What, what's wrong with us humans? But it, it always used to be like, well, it's because they're anonymous on the internet so they can get away with saying fucked up shit because there's no consequences. But now most of this stuff's done through Facebook and Twitter. And there's a lot of anonymous to that. Like, Facebook, there's your name. Twitter, most people, you can find out who, who they are if you know how to, to Google a bit. I mean... <laughs> did, you, did you see uh, did you see that Overwatch uh, professional player that got in trouble? No. Apparently was he was it? streaming, and he went on some rant about how important it is to be moral and polite to people and respectful and uh you shouldn't um you shouldn't do like dirty things on the internet just everybody be nice and then the next day somebody did some crazy like net code hacking and found all of his ERP logs from Warcraft oh no and just published those on Reddit or something and it's like he's just totally embarrassed and it's so funny to me that I feel bad for him though, because like some asshole hacked in well, and got his shit. Like that's horrible. It's it's not right what happened, but it's also kind of funny the way that uh, as soon as spotlights are on you, they're not defensive at all. It's like they're acting the same as they always have, and it's like I'll just be open with my opinion. I'm just gonna tell everybody else how they should live their lives, and it's like, well, don't threaten people to investigate you. You know, do as I say and not as I do. Or just don't do not do or say. Pick one. I feel like if we, we can't encourage people not to say, I say that and then realize that also that's not true because holy shit, people talk too fucking much. I want to say the reverse of what I just said. People should shut the fuck up. <laughs> fucking sick of people talking. Well, I just, I, and this is the other meaning of opinions are cheap. Uh, your opinions aren't worth a lot. Nope. Just just because you have them doesn't mean everyone needs to acknowledge you. Right. You're allowed to have your opinion, but it's your opinion. That's it. If you want to put it out there, that's nice. But you also kind of have to learn how some people maybe don't want to hear it, so stop bringing it up. Like if it's mm-hmm. a if there's a conversation, throw in your two cents. If everybody on the on Twitter was talking about waffles and you want to talk about gun control, Consider that you're ruining their waffle day before you bring it up, and if I'd you if you go, weigh those choices and you know what you're signing up for, do it. But think about it. I'd almost go a little step further than that, and it's something I'm trying to do more. Was if people are having a conversation about something they really like and I don't like it, it's just better for everybody if I don't fucking engage because I'm gonna just piss on well, their yeah, weeds. I mean, is I don't want to do that. It, like, is somebody asking for critique? Or asking for another side? Or are they just saying that they really like Star Wars right now? Because there's no reason to say, I don't like Star Wars. I think it's overrated. It's like, what do you actually gain by sharing that opinion? What's the point of that? Even if it's your opinion and it's it's true. Yeah, what's what's the actual point in bringing that up? If that's not what the conversation is about. It's really annoying when it's like, you see somebody like, oh man, I really like this thing. What are some recommendations for other stuff like this? And then you see stuff that you're like, well, that's fucking terrible. These people are telling this guy to go look at fucking terrible stuff. 
And it's really hard to not be like, don't listen to that dude. He's he's telling you to look at something fucking terrible. Man, I asked generally I've stopped doing that. Yeah. I and it's I have to do the same thing too. I fall into bad habits and I've I've been trying to do a little better lately. Um What was I saying? I was just thinking it. Oh, I so I asked for some uh critique on my comic last night. Okay. And go. I think uh I don't think I got any constructive cr- criticism. Uh Someone said once that I'm the Heathcliff of Warcraft comics, hmm. which I can't do anything with that. Like, that's not, that's just a mean thing to say that doesn't actually help me improve any. Right. And then somebody the else dude was said going, that my I'm art funny. style, it, well, it's just, I, somebody else said my art style was like Nerf Now, which. I don't, I don't know what that, Nerf Now is. That hurt. It's not a good comic. And it Nerf, like these no, things are hurtful. Nerf, Nerf now uh, exclamation point mobile gaming. Is that what I'm looking at? I don't. It's not maybe. fucking loading very fast, or just at all. I hate I hate the artist as a person. I hate. God damn it! Their, their fucking sights down. I can't even see what they look like. I hate their uh, their sense of humor. They'll make jokes about things that they don't understand what they're talking about, and the joke falls apart. Like oh, I know like this sad comic. I've, I've seen autism. Your 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 art style doesn't look like anything like this one. I don't know. It just it cut when somebody said that. It's like oh, I remember that that looks like Nerf now, and I literally just sort of like stopped. Like I said, I don't want to do this anymore. I mean, vaguely, and that they're both web comics and they're colored. I, <laughs> I mean, it's such a it's such a vague insult to give, but it really cut me deep. And it's like I I don't mind i'm asking for critique i'm asking for someone to say you could word this better or i don't know what i'm looking at uh can you draw that guy making more of an expression like if there's something i can do to make it better i want to think about it i want to know that this is something i struggle with that i have to pay attention to right so when people just come up with creative new ways to put me down and it's like well that's not why i'm doing this i'm i'm exposing myself and asking for critique so that I'll get something out of it, not not to be roasted. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what what goes through the people's heads when they say stuff like that. Um, the the, the mean comments that they think are funny, because I see it a lot. And sometimes it like you'll get a decent running joke going, or like if I'm not the person asking for t- critique, and I and I stumble upon a conversation, and people so half the people are giving them advice, and the other half are making fun of them, like some like. As a, a viewer, that can be entertaining, but as the dude asking for advice, it's like, well, half of these comments are garbage. It's I don't know. It's 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 funny. We're like, I'm looking for constructive criticism, and there, you pointedly get non-constructive stuff. Well, and you you pointed out too. I think you brought up last week when we were talking about reviews how uh, Max Gallardi was reviewing the Emoji Movie. And he pointed out that most of the reviews really, like, leaning into the movie were just being mean and saying it's bad, but not actually, like, justifying what makes it bad. Sure. And it's kind of the same thing where, you know, if if maybe we're in a more creative mindset when reviewing things, we would get better results. 
as a whole. Yeah. Not not you and me, but you have to wonder though, the guy that scripted the emoji movie, did he go read all of those reviews? Um because if I were him I fucking wouldn't. I'd just have my paycheck and, and be be satisfied with that. Well, <laughs> yeah, I think you're right in that case. But, hey, do you like the B-movie? I've never seen it. I like all the memes. Oh, we should we should watch the B-movie. That would be a good podcast. <laughs> we can try for that. Not even commentary. We'll be quiet, politely, watching the film together. <laughs> and we'll just upload that silence. It's a uh, <laughs> it's one of these movies where I think people make fun of it because it got bad reviews, but it's not actually that awful. And I'm confused why people like rail into it so bad. Sure. It's fine. It's not great. Um, it's not like a hidden gem or something. It, but people put it on this pedestal of like, this is what a bad movie is. Whoa. It's weird, though. I feel like. Most things are fine or not that great. And then if you say that's, hey, it's fine, people get fucking pissed off. But if it's a thing oh, we're all yeah. supposed to unanimously hate, and you're like, actually, it's fine, then they get fucking pissed off for a different reason. And it's like, why can't it just be fine? Like, not, It doesn't have to be either amazing or terrible. Ten-point scale's got, it's you like, know, six, five through seven on there. People, There's people out there that really hate me because I didn't vote for Trump but I also didn't vote for Hillary. And as soon as they find that out, it's like, wait a minute, if you didn't vote for Hillary, then that's practically a vote for Trump. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, it's it's not, because I didn't vote for him. Like, in a very literal sense, it's not. Also, you live in California, so it really wouldn't have mattered one way or the other. It, yeah, it was decided anyways. Like, my vote goes in the trash, who cares? But the, the way that people... Just they, they really need everything to be exactly the same way that they perceive it, or there's something wrong with reality, and they don't know how to... I, oh, man. So GameStop is offering rentals now. Yeah, I heard that. Thanks from you. Uh, $60 for six months. You can check out any of their used games for as long as you want. Huh. Um, and then at the end of those six months, you get to keep one. It's not a bad deal. It's not bad. I wonder how well it'll actually work. Um, but it's well, it's weird. I <laughs> I feel like I could maybe do it for six months and play through everything that I've been meaning to, if I had the time. Yeah, but I don't know that I could actually get more value out of a rental thing right now. Man. Fucking time. I never fucking have enough time to do everything I want. I still haven't finished goddamn Sonic Mania. <laughs> you know what? I haven't either. Um, I got the Switch version, and it's so buggy. Oh, I really? That sucks. Actually, I just told my brother that, because he's thought, he thought about picking it up on Switch, just having our Switch game. It's but if um, it doesn't play very well... Oh, almost fell over. Yeah, it's it's crummy because the when it launched, there was kind of a bug where the home button wouldn't work and you can't power off the system. <laughs> so it's like, well, that's a little annoying, but at least I can play the game. Right. Uh, I was waiting for that to get patched. It got patched, and now my controller doesn't respond at all when I turn the game on. Oh, that's fun. 
So it's like, okay, I really enjoy this game. I'm not going to buy it a second time just so I can finish it. So it's right. like I'm waiting for them to patch it so it works, but come on, get get going. And then they released a second Sonic game this year, and that one's awful, but I love it. <laughs> it's it's so poorly designed and programmed, and the story is like the cringiest stuff. Like I love the Sonic the Hedgehog comics, which is maybe the most autistic thing I've said yet. Uh, <laughs> Wait, this we talk story about is awful. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's so... <laughs> the, uh, Sonic dies. Really? And it's like... There's a part where it's like... It skips to the future where, where Eggman took over the world. And Amy's there like... Oh, oh I, I still can't believe Sonic's God. Well, we, we have to deal with reality, Amy. Because Sonic's gone. And we have a new recruit that will save the day and and everything they they meet they remade the death egg oh no that's awful it's that's why they call it war knuckles because everything's awful <laughs> it i'm not i'm not making stuff up those are that quotes sounds, that sounds pretty <laughs> awesome i'm not gonna lie it's weird how like because this is basically the dragon ball Universe equivalent right where you make your yeah. goddamn cell author insert fucking fan character OC. Yes. And then you fight alongside Goku and beat the bad guys. And it's just like, Dragon Ball Z Universe did things pretty well. It doesn't it's sound some... like this one, you know, like... I don't think it pulls it off, besides kind of making fun of how stupid and autistic the original Sonic character community is. Like, this writing sounds like a fan fiction. Sure. And the characters are so stupid. Like, the options you get, they do not look like Sonic characters. But they look like they came from DeviantArt. <laughs> like, there's like so there's many tribal kind tattoos. I feel about that. It is. But it's actually kind of smart. The bad guy. Have you seen the bad guy? No. I've, I haven't really seen Infinite. much of this game. His name is Infinite. Okay. He looks like he came from DeviantArt. Like, to the nth degree. And his, his theme song is perfect. Like, it's the most edgelordy... What's the name uh, of this game? Uh, Sonic Forces. Alright, I'll take a peek at him. Oh, shit. He looks like... He looks like if uh, Sonic character fucked the Firefox logo. <laughs> it, yeah. Can't tell if that's his hair, it's, it's just the spunk from the Funkin'. And his theme song is like, it's this annoying dubstep rap kind of remix beat. <laughs> and, nice. and the lyrics are great. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read some of the lyrics to Infinite's boss battle music. Okay. I'm the tallest of mountains, I'm the roughest of waves, I'm the toughest of terrors, I'm the darkest of days. I'm the last one that's standing. Don't try to stand in my way, because I've been up against better. Just take a look at my face. Oh, man. A, I, I actually, I like that. They sound like they could be... <laughs> it's, it... Oh, man. I wanna... it's, it, there's something about it. It's awful, and it's so juvenile, and it sums up exactly who this game is for, and it's perfect. Okay, here's a, here's a couple things about that fucking song. A, it, they sound like Reject Five Finger Death Punch lyrics. Um, 
which amuses me. And two, there's a band called Equilibrium. They, they're uh, folk metal. And uh, they have a, a song called Born to be Epic off their newest album that they it's it's clearly supposed to be fucking stupid. Like the it's lyrically just dumb as shit, and the it, it's very similar. I walk on mountains of ice and still consider it's warm. Right to the top would be nice. <laughs> Ten thousand miles are my norm. That's the thing, though. That's that's the boss battle music for the end game. It, it, like something about this game, like you you described it as universe, but not as good. And there really are, like, game design problems. But the concept, you have to laugh at it, but it's also like, man, I really want to unlock the lab coat so my OC looks right. I don't know. I don't even know what to think about shit like this anymore. I feel like it's it's just like we've gotten to... I don't know. It's not like a pose law thing, but it is for, like, not stupidity. I don't know. Everything's fucked up, and I just don't know how to, to, to process some of this stuff anymore. Like, if Sonic gets so terrible because it's ironic, but it's, like, the third-degree ironic where it's great, but it's still terrible because it, you have to play it and it's not fun to play, but maybe that's part of the irony, too, because it's like, what if bad people well, made a Sonic game? <laughs> I mean, I I ironically wrote Sonic the Hedgehog fanfiction. Okay. Uh, did I send that to you? I don't it's think really so. It's really long. Okay. It's about uh, Marble, <laughs> Marble the Chinchilla and her friend Saint the Hedgehog. And they live in a different dimension, and they have infinity shards. And they use the infinity shards, like they get all seven of them, and they're able to open a portal that travels through dimensions, where Marble meets Doctor Kintober, and they share notes on how to make robots because Marble wants to make like prosthetic limbs for uh, war victims, but she unknowingly gives Kintober the resources and the knowledge that he needs to finish his turning animals into robot scheme. And he changes his name to Robotnik, so now it's actually her fault. So she okay. travels to the other dimension where they have the Chaos Emeralds, and she realizes that the Chaos Emeralds work like her Infinity Shards, but that's when they fall into the darkness, and in the darkness they team up with Hank Hill and Sora, and Oh, so uh, this, gets, this there. fucking goes places now. <laughs> this Well, it, it goes into Kingdom Hearts, pretty much. Um... And I think uh, Nightcrawler from X Men is there. Oh man, I can't want to read this. You, you, you won me over at Hank Hill. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll send it to you. I have a. There's a musical number that I recorded that's on YouTube. <laughs> there's concept art. There's photos. Jesus. Like, okay, it, I, I feel well, like this this goes beyond irony at this point. You were just well, fucking working on this. It's all so stupid. But me yeah. and Richard have been working on this for as long as we've known each other. So that's like ten years now. And it's like, it's so stupid and funny, but it's like, we'll go to a craft store and they have like those like glass paperweights mm-hmm. and it's like, oh dude, infinity shards. <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's funny because I'm playing this game and there's a part where Dr. Robotnik is talking to infinite. Um, and he says, we found it, uh, the last paradox Ruby. And it's like, oh, <laughs> I can add that into my thing. It's all coming together. And I have my character is built into that game. So Marble the Chinchilla is running around with Sonic the Hedgehog trying to fight Robotnik in this interdimensional war. And it's like, oh, man. I mean, it's like ironic, but there's also this childlike fun that's pulling it all together. Yeah, I can see that. I feel like that should be stupid. I I should die. Nah. I'm going to kill myself by drinking this rum. 
So if you're having fun writing, I think you're doing it right. <laughs> it's so stupid, though. I mean, when I wrote that Aquaman porn for Comic Stash and did all the puns, like I had a lot of fun writing that. <laughs> that was yeah. good, though. So you know, yeah, it's like part where um, <laughs> you know how Knuckles always gets tricked by Doctor Robotnik. Yeah. Well, in my fan fiction, Robotnik tricks Knuckles into assassinating Princess Jasmine. Oh, jeez. So, like, he's he's on the run from the Agrabah police, but then that's when Maleficent shows up um, <laughs> while Aladdin's in pain and offers him, like, dark magic, so Aladdin becomes a dark wizard. Oh, my God. And it's like, I got amiibos of Maleficent and Aladdin. And they're posed in such a way that she looks like she's offering to him. And he has, like, his hand out. And it's like, I have two of those on my shelf be- just because of my stupid story. Sure. It's just, it's so dumb. See, But it's the, it's also, like, difference... passing for a $60 game I just bought on Tuesday. <laughs> the difference between you and me is, like, I'll have ideas for shit like this. And I'll be like, I'm not going to do that. And then you'll do it. And I feel like... There's more reward in doing something like this than not. <laughs> well, you gave me a good idea for that comic we gotta work on. Yeah. One of these days, we gotta fucking make that. We'll pitch it to I sort damage. of don't want to say anything, because it's actually, like, good. Like, it's worth keeping a secret until we're, we're owning it. Yeah, I feel the same way. <laughs> One of these days, though, we definitely... We should do that. I think that would be fun. I don't know when oh that boy. day will be because I'm so fucking busy. I just realized shit. we've been talking an hour. Yeah, I hope I hope it was an thought, hour worth listening to. Cause I, I never I, know. I thought it was going to be light, but yeah, it's nice. Uh, you got anything for Glad Space? The space oh. where we're glad. Yeah, I actually fuck. I had a couple of ideas, and then I only, I only remember one of them now. And I feel like the you other ones were one. better ideas. That's true. All right. So, yeah, that's great. You ruined it. <laughs> fucking uh there's a band called elven king they do folk metal i really like folk metal mm. and apparently these them. guys have been yeah they've been around for a while apparently i only heard of them like two weeks ago they got a new album coming out tomorrow by the time this podcast goes out the album will be out and uh the songs they've released on youtube are really fucking good so i'm super stoked on this album so i'm gonna i'm gonna be glad about this new new elven king folk metal album where there's a dude who plays the violin like a champ sweet their singer's really good uh okay so the topic was video games right mm-hmm. um sort of so i want to recommend uh poyo pop versus tetris those are some weird things do you like poyo pop I, I don't actually know what Poyo Pop is more than... I've heard the name Poyo Pop. Do you, do you like Tetris? Uh, Tetris is cool. It's the same thing. Oh. So I do Google uh, Poyo Pop. I spelt it wrong, and I clicked on the first thing I found, which was a DeviantArt. <laughs> and I am seeing a lot of fucking Sonic OCs. <laughs> 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 so it all fucking comes around. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, so Poyo Pop is a really popular puzzle game in Japan, and Tetris got really popular in the U.S., so typically people only know one or the other, Okay, but they're kind of the same thing where you get blocks that fall from the sky, and you want to line them up in a specific way, 
and with Puyo Pop, you want to like you want to get colors together, kind of like Candy Crush. Okay. I was going to say that's racist, but I didn't. Yeah, it is. (laughs) And uh, with Tetris, you want to, like, fill up the line with blocks, and they'll clear out. Okay. So, with Puyo Pop versus Tetris, there's different game modes, and there's, like, a whole story and stuff. And it's, like, player one's playing Tetris, while player two is playing Puyo Pop. And you're competing for a high score. That's cool. Or you play both, like a Tetris piece might fall, and then a Puyo Pop piece falls. And there's different rules. There's a there's a lot of different game modes, and it's super weird, but it's a great uh, Nintendo Switch game, because you can pop off those two controllers and do two-player anywhere. Oh, sure. And yeah, it's that sounds just, fun. There's so many different kinds of game modes that if you're not in the mood for one of the games, you can just play the other one. Cool. So I really want to recommend that. That sounds like a good glad space to end on. Yeah. And if you buy it at Target, you get stickers. Neat. That's glad. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna keep practicing my robot voice. Hello, I am a robot. I We should end I there. You guys. I love you so much, Richard. You're my favorite. <laughs> Hi, Richard. Cameron loves you so much. He's his, you're his favorite. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs>